all of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts. The ghosts are up there. So that is my ghost story. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the Ghost Story Podcast that features real-life ghost stories told by the people who experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And so much stuff to get into. So much. So, uh, first of all, right now, we just have to jump right into the fact that one of our Haunted AF stories got picked up yes. by the Daily Star. Yes, we are an international success. Yes! This is a, I guess it's a tabloid blog in the UK, and they picked up um, Chris's real video from episode 12 yeah and it has gone like well viral for us viral for <laughs> us yeah right before we came in it was over eleven thousand views know. which is i know like regular youtubers are like, like oh that's cute but no that is a really really big for deal for us so thank yeah. you rebecca you're the one who posted that on youtube I'm, so thank you for doing that most people probably don't even realize that we have a youtube channel yes. and if you go to it it's sad it's like a wasteland I we know. have like each video has like six five or six views yeah. There's one that has one view, and that's me. Because when I post stuff, I watch it once. I have one pity viewing. I'm sorry that I didn't even watch it for us. <laughs> and I'll give it I'll give it one thumbs up. Woo! One thumbs up. Yeah, just because it's so sad. So you see all these other, like, five, six views, and then 11 freaking thousand. That's okay. I'm fine with that. It's an awesome story. It's an awesome incident that happened. So thanks to Chris for yeah. sharing his story with us. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube, watch the video. Yeah. You'll know because it's the one that has well over a thousand views. Also, go to our Facebook page. We have Chris's entire Ring Doorbell story. Yeah, on Facebook, we have multiple encounters. Rebecca and I went out there. Mm -hmm. Something crazy happened when we were out there. We experienced whatever is happening at Chris's house. It's not. Something is definitely definitely happening. And Chris is actually excited. He's like, maybe someone will come out and figure out what's going on. It's not like he wants to live there with an, an unfriendly ghost. He's ready to get rid of it. Yeah, and to be honest, it's not just his house it's the whole neighborhood right because when we were there it even chris said that place feels Mm -hmm. haunted it feels a little freaky and in fact so his neighbor is going to be calling us a little bit later in the podcast casey she has had experiences as well so we are going to talk to her in just a little bit oh a couple of things don't forget go to nightlyspirits.com because we had the people from nightly spirits on last week yes and if you want to go and do one of their haunted pub crawls we actually have discounts so 20 percent off here in texas if you use the promo code haunted af and they're so cute because now they're fans they have been like they've been binging yeah and they've been like posting things on our facebook page which is great if you're outside of texas you can still get a 10 percent discount just use the promo code mercedes 667 and by yeah a little too close to 666 (laughs) yeah and by the way we need to remind people we're running low on ghost stories yeah we have a lot of emails but we would love voice memos or for to actually interview you so please email us reach out hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com that's hauntedafpodcast gmail.com Com. Yeah, because, I mean, Rebecca and I both love the sounds of our own voices. We do, but, but that doesn't make the show fun. 
on. Right. And it's really <laughs> cool to have other people come on and tell their stories. I yes. love that. Just last week, we had someone named Amanda Lynn who posted something on our Facebook page, which was interested. This haunted TV situation that yeah. she had. It's so, very poltergeist. It really is weird. So it's just this picture. Her TV had stopped working. Her Netflix and Hulu, everything had gone black. Yeah. She leaves the room. She comes back in and there's just script at the bottom that says, you will be a quadriplegic. So freaking weird. So she sent the picture to us. Go to the Facebook page, Haunted AF on Facebook, and go look at that picture. Now, I did get uh, a message. I think it was from Josh on Facebook uh-huh. who sent us. He actually found a clip from the TV show American Dad. He posted it on our Facebook page. And it's one of the characters saying, you will be a quadriplegic. So it has happened okay. on TV at some point in time. But why would the screen be black? I have no idea. And was, the way it was written, it didn't look like it was like the caption. Right. It was super weird. And so. it's Netflix and Hulu. And I don't, as far as I know, I don't think Family Guy is on. It's not Family It's American Dad. Or American Dad. It's the same thing. But same people. thing. Same thing. Yeah. I don't know. But Either way, I don't want that popping up on my TV screen. No, I think you're right. <laughs> this whole concept of like TVs and radios being haunted yeah. is a thing. And evidently, this had never occurred to me, but I guess when TVs became popular, like mm-hmm. in the 50s, everybody started freaking out. They're like, oh, the spirits are talking to us through their TV. Which that kind of makes sense because I would imagine they probably had the same issues with radios when the radios first came out. Oh, yeah. Or even telephones for that matter. Right. They even like had a whole term for it. They called it instrumental transcommunication or ITC for short. <laughs> for all this, so all these organizations started studying TVs and radio frequencies and trying to figure out how ghosts were reaching out or inhabiting our TVs. So we've got a couple of stories. Yeah, and I was like one of the earliest publicized accounts of it is comes from Long Island, New York, 1953. So a family claims that their TV was haunted by a woman who would jump out of the background of TV shows. I love that! And creep on them from the static. The, I'm sorry, it reminds me and of It. Remember when Pennywise yes, the Clown starts showing up? Comes out of the projector? Up? Yeah. Oh, that's the best scene in the whole movie. And anyway, she said that it would speak, it would have an echo from the TV. Even when it was turned off and unplugged completely from the wall, this stuff was still happening. The story became so popular, so well-known, even featured in the New York Times. But when the reporter showed up, like, nothing happened. Well, she, of course, because that's how it always is. That is how it works. Like I said, it happened to us. Right. At Chris's house, we heard the white noise coming from the ring doorbell. Did we catch it on tape? No. no. I love the idea, though, of, like, you're watching a TV show and she's just kind of creeping out from around the corner and waving at you. Of course, there's, there's a couple other stories as well. There's one from 1968. A woman in Minnesota claimed that a hand actually reached out of her unplugged television and pressed its palm right up against the glass. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> freaky, freaky, freaky. She did get a photograph of the ghost hand. Yeah. It was starting to fade away and, you well, know. I, and I was looking at the photo yesterday. Yeah. It looks kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can imagine in, well, you it's know. Well, 1968, so the special effects are probably not as good as they are today. True. It's pretty <laughs> exciting. And you can, you can see a hand on there and the hand actually looks too big in comparison to the TV set for someone to actually be in there. Can you see the bottom of the TV? Yeah, you can like, see. Is there a space between the floor and the actual bottom of the okay, TV? Okay, that I don't remember. Because that makes me think that like there's a dude just behind the glass pushing his it, hand. Oh, it looks that it looks bad. Like that. You Bummer. know what? Oh, what? We will post the picture on the Facebook page so everybody can take a look and decide we'll let for our themselves. fans decide yeah, if yeah. it's real or fake. Okay, so my favorite story was from this group in Luxembourg. So they were trying to communicate with the dead through radios and computers and TVs. So they're like, like this whole scientific yeah. organization. So they reported hearing hundreds of lengthy, very clear messages from a group of beings who called themselves the Time Stream Ew. and who claimed to be from an extra dimensional planet called Marduk. 
God, I love this. <laughs> There's so many like <laughs> the messages usually come from a high pitched robotic voice from a being that calls itself the technician. I am the technician. I, I am at the planet. Would love to meet the technician <laughs> in the planet Marduk. Doesn't that sound like um like an MST three thousand yes. kind of thing? Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's it for our haunted TV stories. But if you have any more of your own, please send them to us. Haunted AF Gmail. No. Haunted AF Podcast or Gmail.com. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So let's see if we have Chori on the phone. Hello. Chorizo? Yes. Hi, it's Rebecca and Julie. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. Hi, Chori. How are you? I'm doing awesome, guys. Thank you very much. I got to introduce you here. You are one of my coworkers at Intercom. You work for 107.5 La Grande. And can you do your signature scream <laughs> from the show? Are, are you sure? Yes, please. Do we have time to do that? No, it, it's a, it, this is a scary ghost story, so do it. <laughs> Okay, count me to one, two, three, please. <laughs> one, two, two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> Is he rotating like a tornado? <laughs> kind of. Well, that would definitely wake you we up. We release some stress oh. uh, over there. But we also have to say that you, uh, your wife is Mona, who was actually on the show, uh, what, two episodes ago. Right, Ghost Scratch. Yeah, so we figured we got to have you on, too, because you've had some experiences as well. Well, actually, I, I noticed you guys first. Of course, I following Julie on, on Twitter. And, so uh, smart. And she was, like, asking for people to tell the story. So I was like, please, you have to share your story with them. So finally, she got hooked, uh, hooked up. Onto the show, she subscribes, she's everywhere, it's <laughs> telling everybody about the podcast, and now she's on the show, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then she was on me, like, now you have to share your story. And I'm like, okay, okay, yes. I'll do it. All right, dude, how about it? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so I'm the only child for single mom, and since I was by myself, I got a pet, which it was a Sherman Shepherd, a beautiful uh, German Shepherd. Her name was Shira, Ooh. like uh, He-Man's Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Shira. Shira. Yeah, it was a lovely dog. She was very special. She always take care of all the family. So my daughter used to take care of my grandmother. Ma- mother, sorry. <laughs> my is my English sometimes is kind of weird. Oh no, so it's lovely. I no, I can listen to that accent all day long. Yeah. So my grandma, uh, <laughs> uh, when she was like going down the stairs, the dog used to like go down the stairs, the stairs with her, like looking at her, like okay, she's going down one step, and then the dog was going down another step. So oh, like always taking her. care of her. Yeah. yeah, she was amazing. And when my grandma past, my mom called the lady that used to help us at home to let her know that she was like, oh, I already know. She's like, what? How? Who called you? Like, no. Shira was uh, barking and jumping and moving the tail around the chair that my grandma used to sit <gasps> in, the, in her last days. So she knew my grandma passed because she was busy in the house before, I guess, she moved on. Oh, oh my, my gosh! gosh. So, uh, I know. A few years after that, our neighbor, she was having some kind of issues with her business or something so she went and got this like witchcrafter uh, so they start to do some kind of weird rituals in their house really? and uh, I remember like some of the times hear them screams weird stuff and <gasps> 
we know something weird was happening in the other house. So one of these days, I went to school. I was maybe 11, 12 years old. So the lady that used to help us, she was in the back room uh, doing some laundry, I think. So when the lady was going back to the house, she noticed that Shira was growling. And, you know, like the hair of their back, like, I yeah. don't know, what is it? Was like standing out. Um, yes, yeah. yes. And, and it was growling like something was inside the house oh. or about to get inside the house. The lady was like, oh my God, somebody got inside the house. She was going to check what was happening over there. So when she was going into the hole at the end of the kitchen, the dog jumps and starts fighting with something. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? So, uh, of course, the, the lady got scared, uh, tried to get some space between them and start praying. And then my dog uh, screams, cries, no! and then runs and hide in the bathroom and she stays she stays there for like maybe four hours till I get back home from school and she told me what happened was so she, was I went she back okay? there she was hiding um, when she heard me she came out and I kind of check on her and everything seems to be okay and the next day in the same place where they fight I saw a red dog's paw uh, stain in the floor. <gasps> like a bloody paw and, print? And checked, yes. And I checked on my dog and it was okay. So I don't know so that like, thing, where it come from, what happened. But the only thing that I can relate is it was like some kind of spirit, evil spirit that was trying to get inside the house and the dog kicked it out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Shira got it too. That is a great dog. Because we've gotten it like, we've gotten like ghost dog stories yeah. or dogs that are kind of growling at something thing that right. isn't there. But or they've I, died and then come back to say hi to their owners yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, but, but nothing I've like this. Never heard of a dog at, like actually doing battle with something that no one and else can see. And then blood to like prove that it actually happened. It was there. Wow. What happened to Shira? So the vet suggested us to let her have puppies. Yeah. So we took her to the house of the male. She was, I guess she was missing us. So she ran away from them and we couldn't find her. No! Yes, I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Me too. What an excellent story, though. You have to draw a picture of Shira yes, for us. Yes, can you please? Yes, I need to ask my mom to send me a picture. I, I thought I have one, but yes, I'm going to look for a, a picture of her and I send it to you. Perfect. Or just draw it. Yeah, you can draw it, too. We, we love like it when the, people draw their uh, ghosts. The hand-drawn stuff, yeah. definitely. Thank you, Chori. You know what? I'm going to he- go ahead and try to make a draw about it. It's not as good as I think, but no, I don't know that's okay. at the end is what everybody loves to. Yeah, yes, we, we don't we care. We love it. The worse, the better. Yeah, actually. We, we like the goofy drawings. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I will do that. Thank you All very right, much. No, thank, thank you, Chori. You. you have a great rest of your day. You too, guys. All right. I love I love the show. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Hello. Hi, Casey. It's Julie and Rebecca. Hi, how are y'all? We're good. How are you? You got a couple minutes? I'm good. I do. Okay, so you live right next door to Chris, who is... I do. Uh, he's been so sweet sharing his ring yes. doorbell story with us. But when we were out there, you said that you've had some instances as well. What's been going on at your place? So I've lived in my house like nine years now, and I actually had some instances prior to Chris moving in. My um, issues always arise during like festivity time. 
Halloween, Christmas, and Easter is always when we have things. And so I think this is a child ghost or spirit. And they're always like innocent things. I find candles lit. We found child handprints on the window after we moved in before we ever had children. And we cleaned the house from head to toe before, you know, we moved in, like on the day we moved in. Right. So when we had a baby, she would wake up and it appeared that she was like talking to somebody on the monitor, like sharing a storybook with somebody. (laughs) But I mean, she didn't seem scared. I definitely don't think that my visitor is the same visitor as Chris's because my visitor seems friendly. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it. Or maybe your visitor is just really angry at Chris for some reason. Maybe, yeah. What do you think? I mean, does anybody else in your neighborhood ever talked about having things happen? Yes. So on Chris and I's street, across the street at the very end, I had a friend who grew up in that house and her parents still live there. But if they go out of town, she will not babysit the house or like take care of the house because she doesn't want to stay there by herself because she had so many creepy things happen as a kid. And apparently there's like a little attic door that locks and it will not come open and she does not know why. There's a place in her closet that she's never been into or in her attic. Dude. Nothing good comes from that. No. We got to open that door. We got to open that door. Tell it. Yeah. (laughs) Tell her to, uh, we need to get her on the, on the podcast. Yes. She's funny. Y'all would love her, but I don't think those people are going to let you in their house. (laughs) They're not very friendly. Um, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll let them open that door. <laughs> Enjoy what's behind it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're running out of sage money yeah, as it is. That's true. It's expensive. It's $6 a bundle. All right, Casey, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Of course, it's my pleasure. Y'all have a great afternoon. You Stay too. Dry. And let us know if anything else Seriously, happens. You got to get yeah. in touch with us, okay? I will. Sounds good. Hello. Lisa. Hey. Hey. Rebecca. How are you? This is Rebecca and Julie. We're so excited to hear your story. We've been like waiting for this because I already kind of gave Julie the gist, but it's it's so much better when you tell it. And let me just tell everybody who you are. Uh, this is Lisa. She is actually works with my mom, Belmont Village in Dallas. And um, we were at the Star in Frisco at like a charity event, like a real nice, fancy thing. And somehow the podcast comes up and my mom was embarrassed to tell like what, we, what the name of our podcast was. So yeah. I was like... Sorry, Mom, it's Haunted AF. And then Lisa starts to tell me this amazing story, and we had to have her on. So, Lisa, give it your best. Go, girl. So, I used to have to do a lot of work in Richmond, Virginia. And um, after staying in a hotel for a couple weeks, I just decided, no, I'm actually going to go stay at a bed and breakfast on Monument Row. So, there's all these 1800s houses that are fantastic, and a lot of people do bed and breakfast. And so, I picked one that just looked, you know, real pretty. And when I was making the reservation, they said, we just want to warn you that it's haunted. And I said, oh, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> and didn't think much of it. When I check in, they said, well, there's, every once in a while, we have this woman who's a screamer. And, I, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And she said, well, she'll just scream in the middle of the night, but don't worry. And I said, oh, okay. So the first week, nothing happened. The second week, nothing happened. Someone's just crazy. And (laughs) the third week, um, it was like the middle of the night, maybe like two in the morning, something like that. I am dead asleep. And then something woke me up because I could feel something next to my left ear. And I felt something take a breath in and then scream bloody murder at the top of their lungs. And it was definitely a female voice. To me, it was kind of like a teenage girl. And I rolled over, and it was blood curdling. And I rolled over and just looked at the space where the sound came from, and I felt the energy shoot up into the opposite corner of the room. Oh, my so God. So I turned and I followed it. And then I just stared at that space for about five minutes, and then I was like, you just got to leave me alone. You've done your scream. It's over. <laughs> Wait, and did you did I, you say that out loud? I did. I sure did. Oh, that's awesome. Because, I mean, it was real. 
I stayed there another month and I never had another issue again. But while I was there, there was another, because we don't meet it, you know, for breakfast since it was a bed and breakfast. There was another lady that had experienced a scream in a different room. Ooh, that's fantastic. I know. know, But hey, can you do that? Are you in a place where you can do the scream for us? Oh, my God. It's horrible. (laughs) I don't even know that I can. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just (laughs) give it a try. Give it a try. try. That blood curdling. Go. All right. You ready? Yes. Yes. That would kill me. Can you imagine two o'clock in the morning, you're dead asleep, you feel something by your ear, and then you hear that. And then you hear that. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks for making time. I know it wasn't easy. Yeah, I know. You're busy. (laughs) You had to squeeze this one in. No worries. Happy to do it. So we have been getting a lot of written emails lately, just written ghost stories at the uh, email address, which we love. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. The thing is, lately we have been getting lots of requests for the stories to be shared anonymously, right. which we're totally fine with doing Absolutely. that. Um, we would prefer it if you actually like send it from your email address, because we don't want you just like making crap up for us yeah. to read on the air. But we have a couple of anonymous stories that we want to share today. So Rebecca, why don't you do yours first? All right. So this is, again, anonymous, and it says, when I was... 13 in 1983 a family friend had to go back to their home in England and needed her son who was 15 to stay with them for six weeks all right we knew that when we when they lived there in England they had ghosts in their house they used to tell us stories about how their dad had practiced black magic which is come on yeah that's messed up Why, don't be friends with people who practice black <laughs> magic like come on and who like brag about it whenever they come over yeah, for dinner no that's not something you want to tell with no. at all um and so apparently their house was filled with ghostly happenings and this happened <laughs> on a regular basis and I'm like, yeah, the black magic. Anyway, uh, the night that John, and that's obviously not his real name, came to stay with them, she had noticed a few, she or he had noticed a few flies in the room, which obviously that's a red flag, right? Mm-hmm. And that's weird because flies never in the house. They were never in her room or his room. By the next night, You can flies, just say it's a girl. I, can't I just say it's a girl? You can say it's a girl. Like, sorry, I don't, know how, I don't know how to keep them anonymous. I don't even know if it's a girl or a boy, actually. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so by the next night, uh, there were flies in his, in his room as well, in her room and his room. Does uh-huh. that make sense? Yes. They also had an alarm system with motion detectors in each and every room. And you know how it is when you have an alarm system. Right. When you walk in, you can hear that little the click. tiny click. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not listening for it, you're not going to hear it. At one point, they can hear the click going on and off in other parts of the house where there's no one in there. Uh. Right. Then the creepiest moment here is like they're coming down the stairs from the bathroom and the hair starts standing up on the back of the neck. Oh, my goodness. You know what can, I mean? Yeah. So they're feeling the goosebumps. There's really no reason to be freaked out. Right. Right. At that exact moment, the grand piano, roughly 20 feet away from them in the living room, starts to play on its own. Now, it only played like three or four keys, like boop, 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 and then it was over. But of course, naturally, they ran to the piano, checked to see if it's a mouse or a cat or something. There's nothing there. But they remember feeling this sort of buzzing feeling, like the staticky feeling that was like all around them. Yikes. Right? Yeah. So a few weeks later, mom was running a bath in the bathroom, went downstairs to get a drink, came back upstairs and the bathroom door was locked. The bathtub water is still running. Door is locked, so she calls her husband. Her husband's like, call the police. The police come, bust down the door, and of course, by this time, the water is overflowing all through the house. Right. And no one is inside. What's the lock like? Okay, I'm so glad that you asked. Um, <laughs> this is not one that can shut on its own. This is like the push slide lock. Right. So you actually have to physically touch the lock, shut the door, and then pull it over. So there's no there's way. There's no way. There's no way she could have accidentally locked it locked before walking out, out of exactly. there. Exactly. How freaky is that? You know what? I I wrote back to this person and she responded and told me there were a few other things where like one time she was walking through and she found a pair of her panties in 
in the fireplace. And she's like, we didn't have pets or anything that would have made that happen. Right. Because, you know, pets love to eat underwear. Right. And then there was another time where her mom found her shirt hanging up in her closet that was completely wet. Like there was no reason that I know. But then I'm like, well, maybe this 15 year old boy was a little pervy. That doesn't explain. No, I was going to say, well, we also know ghosts can be pervy, too. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And it doesn't explain the piano. No. Okay, so here's the second anonymous one we got. I'm an RN for a large local hospital. And for a while, I was working in some of their outpatient clinics. Uh, It used to be a small hospital with a tiny ER, which I think had about five to seven rooms. First day I went to work there, I was following another nurse to a different department. We went to the second floor to a part of the hospital that was super eerie. There were empty patient rooms. Things just basically left there uh, before the place stopped functioning as a hospital. The other nurse said it was creepy and she didn't like to go up there by herself. And I definitely felt a creepy vibe. But what happened to me was I was eating my lunch in the cafeteria there and there was only one other person in there with me. I was eating and reading on my Kindle when I felt a hand on my shoulder. I whipped around to see who it was because it was so unexpected and no one was there. Now, the thing that kills me about this is don't you feel like hospitals have got to be haunted? Yes. And you never hear stories about haunted hospitals. Uh, Well, so I actually have visited a haunted hospital outside of San Antonio. Yeah. And there was a lot of weird, creepy stuff that was happening. Apparently there was like, there had been a fire in the children's unit. And I kid you not, we had a camera with like on a kid's toy ball on a chair and we all left and went around to explore the hospital. And we came back and we looked at the footage and the ball just, it's standing there so so still and then it just dropped off. Oh, really? Yeah. So there was definitely something happening. But was that like an open functioning hospital? No, it was at one point. Not, yeah. It hadn't been in 50, 60 years. In modern day hospitals where people are there and dying all the time. Right. And they're packed with people. It's like, how are things not just happening on a regular basis? So I wonder if they probably are. You just don't know it because the hospital's busy all the time. Probably. Think, maybe? I don't know. That's the only explanation I can come up with. We also got a voice memo from someone who wants to remain anonymous. Ziggy, can you play that one? So about seven or eight years ago, my oldest sister and I, we were both in college at the time, were house-sitting for some friends of the family. They have a very big house. It's not that old. I want to say must have been like 20 years old. A nice house. And just a little background story on their family. Their grandson drowned when he was four years old. We actually met them weeks after that accident. Anyway, that's just a little fact to know about them. So my sister and I are house-sitting. It's uh, nighttime. We're in the room that was above the garage. That's where we were sleeping. And uh, we're just in bed getting ready to go to sleep. And we were just talking. And the dogs sleep in the garage. So they're in the room below us. And all of a sudden, we hear the... There's three of them, three dogs. We hear all of them start barking all together. And at the same time, we hear like a little kid laughing. And this happens and we just kind of look at each other kind of just concerned. Like, is that really happening? And it kept going for, I want to say, 30 seconds. And we're just staring at each other because it's just a little kid laughing and the dogs barking nonstop. So like I said, 30 seconds pass. And then the little kid laughter goes away and the dogs stop barking like at the same time. And we just look at each other. And obviously with the history of this family, it was creepy. We just look at each other and kind of like cover our heads with a blanket, just kind of like terrified. And we just just like, what? I don't even think we said anything or just kind of said like, uh, good night. I don't remember talking about it. Maybe 
really freaked out a little, but that was it. And I feel like we never really talked about it until years later. I just kind of asked her like, hey, do you remember when this happened? Yeah, we just kind of looked back on it and it's definitely like a creepy story. Nothing else happened. That's the only first hand, I guess, paranormal activity I've ever had. Anyway, love your podcast. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Okay, one of the things that trips me out about Uh this story. So they're in that house one night and they hear this. Yeah. So that means the grandparents have to have heard this stuff going on. So if you're a grandparent and something this tragic has happened in Mm -hmm. your house, one of your grandchildren actually dies in your house. Yeah. You hear that sound. Do you tell that child's parent? Do you say? No. Like, don't worry. He's happy. He's playing with the dogs. Or do you just never mention that stuff again? I don't think you mention that. I think that's bringing up a lot of wounds. And I don't think I would. Would want to know I wouldn't either, either no Woo. and like okay she said he's laughing for this child is laughing for 30 seconds anybody like even a full-grown adult is laughing for 30 seconds dear god in heaven that is terrifying <laughs> that's, too, that's too long it's too long Stop laughing. you're freaking 10 everybody seconds out. is probably too long <laughs> See, like, even that. It, it was, that was like too a much. Four second laugh. It, it was, was really. No, it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, that's like, true. 30 seconds. 30 seconds of just, ah, 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 like, I don't know. <laughs> and I wonder, like, were the dogs angry barking or, like, happy barking? We got to write, we got to write her back and find out. That's a great question. Yeah. Were they, like, playing and having a good time or were the dogs freaked out by the whole thing? I don't thing? know. What if he was, like, yeah. pulling, pulling dog tails or something? Oh. oh. Please send your stories to us. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And another big thing, guys, please share the podcast with your friends with anybody that you think would appreciate it because we always say like we don't have a podcast if you're not sending us stories we don't have a podcast if people aren't listening exactly or maybe you know somebody that has a ghost story please direct them to us hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com we're not scared of secondhand stories no not at all if your grandpa told you one we love it one of our favorites was the grandpa's story out of Hawaii with the walking doll that was chasing him and give them the email address one more time hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com uh, okay, so on the next podcast, we're going to talk to a woman. I've been trying to get her on for a while. She's a local web designer, and she's had multiple ghost encounters. They're all so cool, but there's one where, like, this something kept leaving dead ducks in her front yard. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know if that's just, like, a really big Aww. cat or what, but they no. they think, based on everything else that was going on. I don't like dead duckies. I know, and plus, we have this, um, we have a mystery that Rebecca yeah. and I talk about a rabbit hole that we have um, fallen into. Big time. And I'm gonna I'm actually gonna be pissed if nothing happens. Me too, because story. I have already spent hours researching. Research. Yes. And we actually went to McKinney yesterday yeah. to interview mm-hmm. and creep around this terrifying place. Yes. And, and here's a little clip. The last people who live there evidently left because after months of their dog acting strange and being very protective over their child, they awoke and heard this horrible sound and their dog's hair had been like physically ripped out in pieces. Okay, and do you hear the wind blowing on the microphone when and, we're standing out and there? It's starting to pick up the more we talk about this house. It got windy, the clouds rolled in. It got straight up cold too. Gr- like I had goosebumps. Yeah, and granted, we're in Texas. No, I don't it's care like, about that. I know. Rebecca like pointed it out. I'm like, we're in Texas. This crap happens all the time. It does, but it was just yeah, I, like the coincidences keep piling up when right. it comes to this house. Well, we don't have enough to share yet, no. and we're not even sure that this is a thing yet. Right. So, but it sure felt like it. But anyhow, we are going to have more information about that, and of course, more ghost stories on the next haunted AF.
Wait a minute. Okay, so we just decided for kicks we are going to tape 30 seconds of Ziggy laughing to find out just how terrifying that would be to hear disembodied laughter for 30 seconds. Yep. So, Ziggy, go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ziggy. All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like what I said? Twitter? 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 <laughs> Thanks to our board of Ziggy Becker and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support. And of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!